When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Blazers fans. Welcome to the Blazer Focus podcast supported by ZoomCare Beyond Better Healthcare. I am Aaron Fentress. I cover the Blazers for the Oregonian and Oregon Live. I am in Miami where the Blazers are going to face the heat later tonight. And also, there is a tropical storm warning that has me a little bit freaked out. It might hit tomorrow, but that's nothing compared to the storm of shenanigans I'm expecting here on the Blazer Focus podcast. As usual, I am joined by Craig Birnbach. But also today, we have a very special guest, actor extraordinaire, and Blazers superfan, Kelly Acoin has agreed to join us here on the Blazer Focus podcast Silly to talk man. about his under duress, under duress, <laughs> under duress, <laughs> duress, bribery, and threats. But Kelly, we're happy to have you. I had you on last year, and I th- and once I knew that you, you knew Craig very well, I thought I got to get all three of us together. And what a perfect time! Yeah. The Blazers are rolling. Yes, they've lost two of their last five, but when Dame's healthy, they're four zero. He might be back here in Miami. Uh, this podcast will obviously come out maybe right before the game, so we won't talk about that game. But the game is going to be irrelevant given all the things we're going to talk about. But Kelly, real quick, what do you think about this team so far? You've got to be elated. I am. I mean, there, there were things that I I loved about last year's team, you know, after everyone was shut down, just not not the the, the, the full product, but I loved the energy. I loved the exuberance. Um, and what I love about this year is that we have all of that plus um, uh, more um, some wins uh, pointed skill <laughs> set yeah uh, yeah you know it's just I love I love what these guys are bringing and it's messy at times uh, definitely we got to cut down on turnovers and um, but Jesus it's just it's fun to watch you know they're dogs they just get after it and they never never quit it's just it's been a blast that Memphis game even though we ended up losing was just like that showed me a lot you know so anyway, I, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled with the team, and um, I'm in LA for the through February, so I can actually watch the games at a normal hour and not uh, tape them and watch them like at seven o'clock the next morning. I'm fast forward, so this is kind of awesome. They're gonna be down there soon, end of the month, I think. Yeah, well, I, I moved to so the their first Laker game was actually two days before I got out here, and I would have absolutely gone to the game. Um, but uh, unfortunately, the schedule didn't work. But you'll catch the next one, right? The, the NBA schedulers are screwing me too. Yeah, I've already been talking to Brooke and um, and uh, uh, and Kevin about uh, about meeting up when they're down here. So that'll be fun. I'll miss all the games in oh, Brooklyn. But unfortunately, he didn't he didn't contact me though. <laughs> I've already, I've already hey, talked to hey. other people who will be down here with the Blazers to hook up with them, but not you, Fentress. Shane, I didn't know you were coming until just Shane. now. 
shade. How was I supposed to know? No, I know. That would be great. I would love to take you. I would love to take you. That's fine. I can tell you stories about being big time. I can tell you stories about being big time by Kelly O'Coin. Okay. Pale in comparison to where you are. Well, we're, we're, we're definitely going to get to that. But the first thing I need to know is I understand, Kelly, that the Pacific Northwest has you to blame for Craig Bernbach coming west from Jersey and bringing all that attitude with him. No, I was in South Carolina. Oh, yeah. I was in South Carolina okay. at the time. But still, you still brought that Northeast attitude. And South Carolina is back east, and so you came west. So He brought the Jersey to Oregon. Ex- explain yeah, explain yourself, Kelly. Explain this. Look, I'm sorry. In retrospect, it was a huge mistake. <laughs> I should have thought it through. Horrible. Um, I, I take full responsibility. If anyone was hurt, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to do uh, uh, Yeah. I was just going to say, of the friends that Kelly could have sent this way, you're probably better off with me than most of his other friends. <laughs> oh, good point. That's probably Maybe. true. That's probably true. <laughs> good point. Um, no, I uh, I remember Craig, he, he called me. I was actually on my stoop uh, in Brooklyn, and um, you were in, he was in a parking lot, right? And um, I was in my uh, station parking lot in Charleston, yeah. South Carolina. And it was like, dude, I got there's uh, there's a chance, and I think you thought you were further along in the in the process. I, I think did. you were like, I thought I was in the top three me. when I was top right. ten, but top eventually, 10, I but made it worked. It. And you're like, what? Tell, so, okay, I I ha, I might go to Portland. So tell me honestly, you always talk a great game about Portland, but tell me, is it really great? I talk a lot of great shit about Jersey, but you know, it's Jersey. So um, honestly, be honest, how great is Portland? And I was like, it's the best. You'll love it. I talked about civic pride. I talked about um, it being, you know, uh, fun and weird at times, but also like great basketball team, great, great love of sports, which was, uh, you know, uh, apropos of that conversation, because that's what you're going to go out and do, uh, be doing. Um, and somehow, unfortunately, Portland, he listened to me, <laughs> they hired me. and, and, uh, and they hired him, but yeah, that's how it happened. So let me just say, like, I met Kelly now, God, we've been friends now over 25 years. Crazy. It's crazy. So we met, uh, through a mutual friend of ours, Ben Mankiewicz. If you watch Turner classic movies, uh, Ben is the host there. Ben and I worked together in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were like the t- only two Jewish guys who drank Yoohoo in South Carolina and we became uh, really good friends. I was his photographer. He was a reporter. Uh, we had a love of sports and stratomatic baseball. If anyone knows what that <laughs> is and through, uh, uh, we just huge sports fans and Ben and Kelly went to high school together. And so, Eventually, ben, Kelly came to visit Charleston. We ended up hanging out, going to Vegas every year. Obviously, Kelly lives in Brooklyn. I'm from New York, New Jersey. So when I would go home, I would see him. I moved to D.C. for a little while, which is where Kelly grew up when he wasn't in, uh, you know, the Portland area. So we just been we just and we were the two brokest guys hanging out with Ben's crew for a while <laughs> when true. when Kelly was a struggling actor. So we we bonded over like, hey man, they're gonna try to take us to a really good restaurant in, in uh, Vegas. <laughs> How are we gonna pay for that? <laughs> and we were always splitting the tab, and like it would you know twelve guys, and you and I would be sitting there like everyone ordering steaks and wine, and we'd be like. Yeah. How much is a crab cake? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll take a I'll take a side soup. <laughs> yeah, please, and maybe a maybe a leaf of a salad. Craig, you want to split a salad? <laughs> and, and, uh, so 
But Kelly and I, we played basketball a bunch of times in different areas, and he always wore a Blazers jersey. Like, always, always wearing Blazers stuff. So, of course, you know, we talked basketball, and he was always saying how great uh, Portland was. And I had never been here. And so when I thought I was a finalist for the job in Portland, I did. I called him up. I said, Kelly, I always tell you how great Mattawan, New Jersey is where I grew up. But if you told me you were going to get a job and live in Mattawan, I'd be like, eh, maybe you, could, <laughs> maybe you might want to go somewhere else. Not New Jersey, because New Jersey itself is great. And he's right, like, no, right, right. come out, go. And uh, yeah, so it was. I, I got the gig and no one was happier than, than Kelly when I got the job. And uh, yeah, it's been great because, you know, Kelly's come out and uh, also got to see his career really grow. I want to tell one Kelly O'Coin pre-billion Uh-oh. story, pre, uh, you know, people knowing who Kelly O'Coin was the way they should have. Uh, <laughs> Kelly was always a working actor. Let me just say that. Kelly has always been a very good actor, and he is – you worked a few other jobs. You had other gigs yeah. to make the rent. Yeah, but a spy Gigolo. job. Gigolo was one. Dan Chinatown. Yeah. Gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I but, didn't last very long. <laughs> I had I had been here like two years, I think, and I had never asked Blazers people for tickets ever. I never did anything like that. But Kelly was coming. He really wanted to go to a game. And so I went to them. I went to Colin. You know, yeah, I don't want to. I think he's allowed to do it. He was now with the Timbers. I was like, hey, <laughs> I got a, I got a really good friend who's from here. His dad was Leso Coin, the congressman. He really wants to go to the game. Can I get a couple tickets for him? And they were like, yeah, whatever, sure. And uh, I was like, yeah, I mean, he's going to be. And you had, ju- I think you had just gotten the Billions gig, and oh. you had, and and you hadn't quite. It hadn't come out. I don't even know if you had shot it. I think you had just done the pilot, and you were excited about it. And uh, so I told them. I said, you don't understand. Eventually, one day, you're going to be begging Kelly O'Coin to be at your games, and you're going to be showing them on the big screen. And Colin was like, yeah, whatever, man. Just get out of here, Craig. And now that is exactly what happens wherever <laughs> Kelly is at a game. And I'm always like, you know, I told them. I told my my boy was, was going to be there and do that. So uh, I'm always super pumped when I see him as part of the Blazers uh, broadcast, if he's doing anything. And uh, because uh, I remember that day, and I was so nervous to ask for tickets, you know. And Aaron, like, it's just not a thing you want to do. Yeah. But I don't want to buy him tickets. I didn't have that much money anyway. Either. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you couldn't just bring for a ticket for your boy or i couldn't no, just we were, like no, i said we were, we're both broke. The broke guys we're totally broke <laughs> no that was great i do remember that and um uh it was amazing i remember i still have a picture i took i think i took it of you interviewing deandre jordan and it was just like the perspective was also low so it exaggerated <laughs> the height difference even and it was it's if i can find that i'll i'll post it he's more freakishly tall DeAndre Jordan, that I'm freakishly short. I just want to say, I'm not tall. Wanna, like you know, I'm not saying I'm a tall man. Uh, so, no, that was that was that was great of you, Craig. And and I, I'll say this too, uh, Craig. Um, whenever he was back in uh, New York, and I was doing theater, I was doing a ton of theater. I still love theater; it's still my first love. But a lot of times, at really small in small spaces, um, maybe obscure spaces, some some might say, um, Craig was always there. Craig saw. Everything that he was in town for, and I have always appreciated your support, my brother. Oh, Speaking of your, I go ahead, sorry, I keep, sorry. I was just, I'm getting all teary now. I'm getting all emotional. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to move along before you start blubbering and all that. Right. So, speak, so, speak of your career, though, I looked at uh, your IMDb page, 
And man, you have had a crazy year. So th- these are the things that sounds that dirty. I'm sorry. That just year. occurred to me. I, I've just that that sounds dirty. What I, does? I looked at your IMDb page. It's like, that's, is this an HR situation? I didn't say Pornhub <laughs> <Sorry>. page. <laughs> anyway, you've been in, you've been in the Endgame a TV series, Billions, of course. We Crashed, a miniseries. The Girl from Plainville, another miniseries. New Amsterdam a TV series, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, a TV series. And then you have in production, The Sterling Affairs, which is about Donald Sterling and the Clippers. How have you, now I, I imagine some of this stuff was shot in 2021, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, that's a lot of, that's a lot of Kelly Coin. I don't know if the world needs that much Kelly Coin. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm all they do. But they do. <laughs> I, think, I think it's, uh, I think you're onto something there. Is this, is this a little, a uh, little much here? No. Uh, I mean, we did. We shot most of that. So the from the time we came back to Billions, which was March 2021, um, through the end of that year was crazy busy. Uh, I was shooting. I shot a handful of the Billions episodes last year. Um, Girl from Plainville was in Savannah, so I was coming back and forth through that. We crashed and Endgame were all in New York. Uh, it was all. It was nuts. And I and I did a. Um, I did a short film at the end of the year too by, that was written and directed by one of the former Billions writers. But then things started airing throughout this year. And so everyone thought I was crazy busy this year. But I actually, the beginning of this year until I got down here to LA um, for this game for Sterling, um, has actually been pretty quiet. Uh, and now I'm shooting Sterling Affairs and Billions simultaneously 3,000 miles apart. There are a lot of red eyes in my immediate future. And I'm not complaining. It just would have been nice if maybe, you know, maybe Sterling started in June <laughs> and then Billy <laughs> starts in October. It would have been nice. But I'm not complaining. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have a job and to have two is uh, – I know I'm very lucky right now. What can you tell us about this series, the Sterling Affairs? Well, if anyone um, – if you're familiar with Ramona, Ramona Shelburne, uh, she's a fantastic sports uh, journalist. Oh, yeah. And she um, made this uh, 30 for 30 podcast called The Sterling Affairs. And uh, that's Which what we're based excellent. on. Which is excellent. It is excellent. It is absolutely great. Um, so I highly recommend people watching that or listening to that. Um, but yeah, it's it's about the scandal. Um, and I can't say much more about it. But I mean, the facts are all out there. Uh, I'm playing Andy Rose. He wasn't a good owner, Aaron. And he wasn't a nice guy. <laughs> I see Ed O'Neill's in. I think uh, Ed O'Neill's playing alert. Sterling. Yeah, Ed O'Neill's playing, playing Sterling. Sterling. Oh, Lawrence wow. Fishburne's playing Doc Rivers. Uh, oh, we've wow. got a Jackie Weaver. Jackie Weaver, who's brilliant, is playing um, Shelley Sterling. I'm playing Andy Roser, the president of basketball operations, um, and uh, it's great. It's a great cast. It's a great cast. I've, I've only wow. shot one day. I shoot more tomorrow, um, but it's a it's a really good group of people. Um, uh, yeah, it's great. I I, I was watching this the uh, I was watching Winning Time with my wife, um, and I, I loved it. That. By the way, I oh, I love it. And I actually, I, I want to talk to you about it afterwards too. All the I, I'm I'm too many things going on in my head at once. Uh, but I'm not sure why <laughs> Jerry West was so pissed about how they portrayed him. I thought he was one of the most sympathetic people in the in the production. So, but anyway, it's great. And she remembers me saying, "God, I want to get a basketball show." And like two weeks later, I was auditioning for this. So I guess 
It's the it's the only time I've manifested something by stay by putting it out there in the universe. I'm excited to to watch it. I have uh, I I got to say there used to be a time when I could watch everything Kelly did. I mean, I, I watched episodes of weird weird shows that on <laughs> USA Network. Like I watched uh, uh, what was the uh, not the girl, not Gilmore Girls. You were on some like oh uh, um, thing on the, the bold type W. The bold type, uh, which something was something on the WB yeah. that the young kids, the young kids dug. They I think were it was like, a bold uh, type. It was like a, a an updated version of uh, Sex in the City. It was on um, yeah. uh, Peacock or something. I can't remember what it was on, but it was great. <laughs> anyway, I've, I've been able to watch. I used to watch. I mean, he was on Law and Order. I'd watch it. You know, I'd st- you know yeah. whatever it was. He'd have one scene in this. Now I can't keep up. Like I haven't watched the Hulu series yet. Right. Um, I was disappointed. We Crash is really good, and I listened yeah. to that podcast too. But I wanted more Kelly O'Coin. There wasn't enough of you in there, but uh, of course uh, yeah. I did. It was fun. I was it's playing, exciting to see how much work he's getting. I was playing the real life uh, Scott Galloway, Professor Galloway, and uh, and that was that was a blast. I've gotten to know him since, and it's um, and he's not offended by my portrayal, so that's good. <laughs> you look like him. So well, we got to talk Blazers. We got to talk Blazers with with Kelly. We got to. We're going to talk about him as a fan first. Describe yourself as yeah. a, as a fan, Kelly. I'm going to describe you, Kelly as a fan you, first. You, okay, you you go you go great. Because I don't want him to lie to people. Um, he and 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 I mean this uh, with all due respect. But I wrote down my definition of you as a fan. What mm. kind of Blazer fan is Kelly? Completely irrational, optimistic Homer. It is a true. It is truly part of his identity as a person, and the Blazers impact nice. his quality of life. And if Whoa. if his wife is there, Callum will she'll come on and tell the truth if he lies about it. Is that not an accurate portrayal of your fandom? It's one hundred percent accurate. Uh, she's not here; she's in Brooklyn. But I, she would one hundred percent say the same thing. Yeah, I um I remember. So the Oklahoma City uh, first round playoff victory, the glorious victory, that fourth quarter when we. <laughs> Carol, Carolyn was with me. I was pacing. I was jumping around. I was like banging my head when everything anything happened. And we got down by 15. And then we cut we, a couple baskets off, a couple points off. And then it was back up to 15. But Jeremy Grant actually brought it back to 15 at some point. And I, she, she tells me I just sort of slumped. And I was like, I can't take this anymore. I can't take any more of this. And she's like, and uh, your face was so distraught i just wanted to hug you i was like why why do you put yourself through this and when dame hit the shot she was on the couch i was jumping around i actually like just buried my face in her chest and started crying i literally was crying obviously joy and relief and everything but it's just yeah it it 100 impacts my my mood um and during the Phoenix game, I think, or maybe it was during the Memphis game just recently, I was like, "Am I getting heart flutters? Should, I'm I'm older now. Should I <laughs> should I you know chill a little bit? Uh, like being a Blazer fan might actually kill you. Yeah, it might. I mean, well, you know, there are certain historical reasons why that might be the case. The cumulative pain that we've experienced, uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I I love this team and. Um, I think you're right. I'm irrational. I I enjoyed so much of last season after most of the players were shut down. That proves that I'm insane, I guess. But it was, yes, you know, there was something. Absolutely. But, I, but I knew my expectations. Like Fentress, like when Brooke interviewed me, um, Aaron was like, you texted me because I said something like, I love this team. It's such a great team. And you were like, I mean, you can love the team, but is it a great team? And I was like, ah, F you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, I like anyway. them as kids and persons, people. And, I mean, and they're great like, guys. Jesus. They're great guys. They're so much fun. <laughs> well, I, see, I had to attend all those home games and write stuff about all those yeah. games. So I was coming from a different perspective. Right. Uh, I could walk into the other room and ignore it for a while. <laughs> so right. that, was all, that was all good. So how quickly do people on a project you're working on know you're a Blazers fanatic? Like, are you, are you out there with it? Are you wearing Blazers t-shirts <laughs> under your... <laughs> your, uh, I did costume, when costume, so I was doing a play during the the Denver series, the Western Conference Finals, um, and um, it it was in the evening, and I wasn't able to. I, I taped the games, I record, DVR them, um, uh, but I knew as I was on stage that these games were happening uh, while I was saying these other lines, and um, I did. I wore um, I wore uh, Blazers t shirts every night. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess if I'm at a play and we're stuck in locker rooms together, usually people find out. I did a play in La Jolla at one point, um, a whole bunch of Laker fan, little brats, um, and, uh, <laughs> and me, and, um, they all came back. It was a, it was a scene where I was shouting to the crowd they were all up in the, in the audience and responding and. But they came back and they were like, Bill Walton's in the audience. This is in San Diego. Um, and I was like, ah, you know, F you guys. I don't even, I'm not falling for this shit. Uh, and they were like, no, I swear, he's in there. And um, and then Carolyn, my wife, texted me because she happened to be visiting. She was like, you're not going to believe it. Bill Walton's in the audience. And so after the show was over, I was racing frantically trying to change my clothes and um, uh, and get out there and see him before I missed him. And they, I mean, it's kind of funny, kind of kind of sad they were like i don't think he's moving very fast um but so i i and i i did i found him i got a, a selfie with him and you can see i think i showed you the picture before craig like my face i look like a 10 year old girl on christmas like a little girl like it it, it might i'm grinning wider than my actual face should be able to go my collar is all askew because i was doing it so fast to get out there that i wasn't able to to actually straighten it um so you know those people know I have a feeling that these Los Angeles-based people are going to find out more quickly than the New Yorkers who don't care. <laughs> Especially if the Blazers win. Especially, Especially if the Blazers, if the Blazers win. win against the Lakers when you're still on yeah. the set. You're going to show up the next day. Yeah. It's pretty, be, I know. pretty unbearable, I imagine. <laughs> I, I will be I will be unbearable. <laughs> Definitely. That's my job. So I've been lucky enough to be uh, Kelly's friend as he's you know, had some really – awesome accomplishments and he'll share those stories and i've always wanted to ask you this question kelly because i've been around for both of these which is a better moment for you when you appeared on broadway with tenzel washington which was a huge deal in your life or when you got to appear in a blazers playoff promo commercial (laughs) i don't know the answer to this i honestly don't i'm not sure i know the answer to that holy crap (laughs) um stop Come on, stop. I, I mean... He's being was, honest. Aaron, this Denzel. is how crazy this dude is. It was Denzel. So I, it's got to be. Yes. It, it's, it, yes, and it was wow. a huge break. Uh, it was before TV and, and stuff had happened. I, I, was, I had a solid off-Broadway career, and that's like, with some great plays. And so I was... You know, I was in the game, but, um, but that, was, that, was a, that was a game changer. And just... And I was... A, I was I had a number of scenes where he and I were nose to nose, like just like back and forth to, with each other. And that's it was Caesar, bad. right? Am I remembering it's right? Julius Caesar. Yeah. I was, um, Come on. Octa- I I'm was like a his super brat. fan. It's pathetic. 
Who Denzel? Is, yeah, he's pretty um, great. Uh, no, 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 Greg, no, no, you're a super, super fan. fan. No, yeah, no, it's it was that was great. But look, it was a freaking blazer commercial. I got to be in a blazer commercial. Can you imagine twelve year old me telling twelve year old Kelly you're going to be in a blazer commercial? Jesus, it was it as was so cool. You might be as opposed to you might be on stage with one of the greatest actors of all time. Right, he would Okay, that's that it. That's be cool. it. Yeah, you that's not what that is. Kelly would been like Denzel. Who? <laughs> here's who. Here's who else would have been excited about being in a Blazers uh, playoff. 22-year-old Kelly, 32-year-old Kelly, 42-year-old Kelly, 52-year-old Kelly. <laughs> That's that, that I know. Honestly, I, that was a true thing. Like I, I knew how excited when he got the, uh, the Broadway, you know, play with Denzel was summer and it was just a, just huge. And I was just so excited for him. But when he, when he told me, he's like, I've got to, uh, I'm going to go be, I'm going to be in the Blazers, you know, commercial. I, I got to go down there. I got to do this. He, I mean, he was, he was as excited in his voice. And that's what I just want people to understand that it's not made up and it's a sickness. It's not like he shouldn't be super proud of it. Right. And I'm a huge fan of sports and I do crazy things. I mean, if the, if the Yankees are winning, I won't go to the bathroom because it's lucky you're and so I'm nuts too. So don't get me wrong, but I just want to make sure people understand that Kelly is Kelly has a sickness. Okay, okay. Um, I, I will accept that. I will accept that. But let's get away from this uh, this Craig Burnback. Like, hey, I'm a fan, but I'm not crazy like Kelly thing. Craig and I were in Vegas at one point, and we were watching the Giants playoff game. Uh, it was a playoff game with the Giants, and um, we were in the sports book. And something happened with about four minutes to go. Giants were up 10. They got the ball back. And I was just like, congratulations, man. And he turned to me with fury in his eyes. He was like a complete disbelief. And he's like, the F are you doing? What the F are you doing? This is, are you crazy? Are you crazy? Listen, answer me. You know, and it was just like, oh my God, he's going to rip my throat out. Um, He spared me. I have the sickness. I have the sickness too. Yeah. I have a sickness where I cry. On my wife's chest. Yeah. You have a sickness where you rip your th- friends' throats out. So I'm just going to say it's a difference between Jersey and Oregon. Right. Jersey public schools, Washington, D.C. <laughs> private schools. That's it. That's where it is. <laughs> hey, I went to public school up until high school, dude. That's <laughs> I don't know. Is that, does that, yeah. that doesn't in or- bring it back. In Oregon. In Oregon. No, in D.C. <laughs> oh, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know me, Burnback. <laughs> wow okay so let me ask you this kelly what other yeah. celebrity nba fans are there out there that are on your level of passion yeah or so that maybe uh, you've yeah. connected well, with of, of craziness um, of craziness <laughs> katie lang um loves the blazers and we text about um about i think she was at a game recently Twitter dm she was yeah um yes. or dm um we need to get her uh, on slip me her number you should. Uh, Ty, Ty Burrell is um, is a big fan from Modern Family, and he and I knew each other at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. But um, uh, he's a big I fan. He's a Duck fan. He's, I didn't know he's a big Blazer fan too. Yeah, I mean, he has. He said he's been public with the fact that du- the Ducks are his passion. Um, but he's yeah. a big Blazer fan. It was an interview at one point where he was. They were like, "So you love being down here and watching the Lakers?" And he's like, "Actually, I'm kind of a Blazer fan." I was like, "Yeah, you go Ooh. boy." Um, <laughs> And Elizabeth Banks apparently is a huge Blazer fan. I think she married into fandom. Wow. She married a dude from Oregon, um, I think. Uh, but I don't think anyone. Uh, I'm. I'm going to say I'm the biggest. I'm going to say I'm the <laughs> ultimate 
Portland Trailblazer fan. Fair. No offense to anyone I'm listening. I'm concur. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be bigger. That's what I'll say. Maybe you can reach yeah. his point, but right. nobody could be bigger. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, so here's a – I have one that – this is my. This is where my jealousy factor comes in. Uh, I want you to tell people why you and Dominique Wilkins are now best friends. Which every time I see you put something on Facebook or send a text with a picture of you, Dominique Wilkins, I'm super jealous. Uh, he dies a little inside. He dies. A honestly, little like I forget what it was. We had to have like a fantasy draft, and we were a bunch of us were texting, and and Kelly just dropped like, "Oh, I can't." Dominique wants me to go to Atlanta for his for his thing. Like like you know, me and me and D Dog are hanging out. I can't show up, guys. Did you say Dominique or Neek? Uh, Neek. Um, I'd be both. You know, depends on the moment. Sometimes I call him Human Highlight, and that's like it just doesn't roll <laughs> off the tongue. Um, H- that's good that's good um so he and i sit on a board together uh, a, a organization called culture city which is about um we um uh, we advocate for the rights of people with invisible disabilities like uh, autism ptsd and that sort of thing so that's how we met i mean it, well initially he he's a billions fan uh he was he was referenced in the first season um which is a good way to get fans. Uh, and uh, and he tweeted me out of the blue and was like, you want to come down to be on my podcast in Atlanta? And I was like, I think I actually answered before I finished reading the entire sentence. I was like, yes. Uh, and uh, when I was down there, I met him. He, he, we were talking about the organization, Culture City. He's the chair of the board. Um, and I met a couple other people who met the co-founders. And um, over the next year, we just kept talking about it. And they were pushing me to, to join and I'm a, you know, the, the social justice aspect of it, that because that's where my political uh, uh, fervor really, uh, really shows itself. Um, that's what that's what got me interested in uh, joining the board. So I've been for like three years now. But he, Nick's a great guy. He's a he's a really great guy. And I will tell Kelly does a a lot for the community and cares about politics. And uh, but really, uh, this organization he is all over for. I mean, he goes. He'll, if there's something in D.C. and something in Atlanta, something he, he he's there for them. He's not just putting his name on it. Um, Kelly cares about this. He promotes um, organizations that are doing things. Um, you know, I, I always see like when a zoo is doing something that is yeah. above and beyond or is connected with the organization. He's always promoting it. Makes me uh, um, he didn't do it just for Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was able to come out to the uh, when we opened a sensory room at the Portland airport. Um, I came out for that, and um, and the Oregon Zoo. Uh, we there was not a sensory room, but we had these sensory bags and training the staff to recognize autism, so that they, if something happens, people they don't think someone's just being um, deliberately violent or or acting out. That this these these are signs we can help de-escalate situations. Training police stations around uh, police departments around the country. Um, uh, the NBA, we work with the NBA. Every single NBA team actually now has um, is in the process of building a sensory room and have these sensory bags and training the staffs. And it's just it's it's really rewarding. You get so, emotional again, aren't you? Aaron? You got to you got to <laughs> cut it off. You got to get back to basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. So yeah. let, let's 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 do close with basketball. That's all great stuff, of course. Yeah. Um, so coming into the season, what were your expectations? And now, what are your expectations? My expectations, as we've already established, are always pretty rosy. 
Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I love the way Cronin set things up though. He's, you know, it, this is not a finished product. We are getting, and Aaron, you and I talked about this uh, last season at some point. Um, they got more of Chauncey style players, uh, and they got people who wouldn't quit and, um, you know, counted on Nass and, and, uh, and, uh, Simons to grow. And, um, it, so I was, what I was hoping for was a, a solid finish. Um, I was hoping, I did think we'd make the playoffs. I thought that this whole barely make the play in, um, prediction was, uh, was off, but, um, I never expected us. I thought we were gonna have to weather this first part of the season. I never expected mm-hmm. to actually excel at this point. Um, I was hoping that when Dane was saying he was healthier than ever, uh, that it was true. Um, and fingers crossed that actually remains true. Um, calf aside. I mean, it was true for a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> different but you know, injury like, doesn't count. Doesn't very count. different injury doesn't count. And, and he said, he has said he would play if this were the playoffs. And I think it's right. great. He's older now. Like, let these guys, it, yes, we want to win and we want to keep the momentum of what we've built. But also, this allows these other guys more of a chance to play. We would not have seen Keon take off a little bit, become that spark plug if Dame had been playing. And Simons have been playing, so it's there are there are silver linings. As long as those injuries are not serious, it's actually doing wonders for us. I think developmentally, for our depth. There's always a silver lining with with Kelly. <laughs> hey, that's, here's something. That, that's what I can say. He found a silver it, lining last year, Pentris. Like, during, really, during, really, during the taking, during the taking, look, he's got, like, man, that Brandon look Williams. Guy, look at that. Also, what we what we discovered: the justice can actually. Um, uh, prevail. <laughs> I love that. There's, there's so many puns with his name. Best name in basketball, by the way, Justice Justice Winslow. Um, but you know, we're seeing him uh, run the point. We're seeing uh, we're seeing. Uh, but interesting that Josh Hart hasn't actually exploded as much as I thought he would in their absence. But uh, but I love what he brings too. I, I, anyway, I'm getting off the question. Sorry. So it leads to a question we had. Who's because I know Kelly always falls in love, Aaron. He always falls in love with somebody. There's always somebody on the team that he falls in love with. So who who on this, let's just call it, what new player is your favorite right now on this roster that's brought in? Um, I can tell you that, so uh, uh, the only player other than Dame that I just looked to buy a jersey with his name on the back, Josh Hart. Mm. So I think Josh Hart, um, despite what I just said, I, I uh, he adds so much just tenacity he's a dog he's just i love uh, lamar's been pointing it out on the broadcast like he's pushing so hard that simons and dame get to be trailers and they're that much more hard that's that much harder to to key on um so i think josh hart but i also you know i love grant i love winslow um i'm super intrigued by shade and sharp um i'm glad Trendon's back, you know, he's, he's super fun. So, um, it's, it's hard to pick. It's hard to pick. Don't want you buying that Jersey and it not being anything, not being worth anything. Next but see, year. But so you have, when you buy these jerseys, when they when you buy these jerseys, you have to understand that it, they represent a specific time. So if I buy that Jersey and where I've got McCollum jerseys and I wear them proudly, but if Josh Hart, if I have a heart, uh, blazer Jersey, I will be happy with that. Even if we, we sadly, um, part ways, uh, this or next season. 
<clears throat> so Craig is a huge Shade and Sharp guy already. I am a oh, yeah. huge Anthony Simons guy. I have been for four yeah. years. So yeah. I can sense there's going to be some battles brewing between us over those two as who's going to take over this franchise after Dame retires in 2035. But let me ask you, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you, whose team are you on? Team Simons with Ventures or Team Sharp with Craig? I mean, God, that's that's sort of an unfair. That's a deliberately, deliberately yes. um, combative question. Yeah. It's a horrible question, Ventures. Awful. Um, Awful. Because you don't have to be. That's the great thing. You don't have to be either. These guys are going to be the starting backcourt for the Trailblazers in the future, and the future is bright, my friend. Uh, <laughs> of course, it is. If I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta say right now, uh, I gotta say, Ant. But, oh man, good um, job, good job, good yeah. answer. Yeah, but I, it's not. So, not, so, so let me ask you this though: skewed question. Who wins? I'm not anti-ant either. I'm not anti-shade. Who, who, yeah. Who wins? Simons and Fentress against Sharp and Craig, two on two. Who wins? Oh, I just. <laughs> well, I've never seen your game, Aaron. <laughs> uh, You've seen I Craig mean, though. I, just, how bad I've is seen it? Craig. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm, be you know, honest. He's great. He's good. He's he's a solid he's player. He's just easy. You just stay within you know ten feet of him, and you can block it. But it's just he's got he's got handles. <laughs> he's got handles. <laughs> yeah, that's my memory. Back and you can the, shoot. Is he a shooter? He had good range, actually. Yeah. So if, I don't know about the range since a five year old. So yeah. Sharp yeah. posts up. Sim- the kid's been bored. If Sharp posts up Simons and I go to hell, he's gonna kick it out to Craig, and Craig's gonna hit the three. So we'd be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, that might be that okay. might be trouble. I think you're gonna you're right. gonna win though, Fentress with Simons because um, uh, just more more polished right now. But three year, two three years from now, hard to say. All right, your realistic expectations for this season, not your fan expectations. Well, you can give us those two, but your realistic expectations for this season. It's right? so there's hard no to separation. Tell. Yeah, there's no there's separation. No separation. No, look, it's so hard um, because I'm also it, the weird thing about my fandom, and I think it's well honed from being a Blazer fan for so many years, is that I also have a fatalistic streak. Um, there's almost always a point in every game when I'm like, well, that's it. We lost. Um, and, <laughs> and it could be because they scored. Yeah. They scored three in a row. Three, they hit three shots in a row. I'm like, well, we're, we're asked, you know? Um, but, uh, so it's hard to tell what, what's real about this start. We've done it against some great teams, but then we got blown out by Miami. We got blown out in the second game against, um, uh, against Phoenix, which is to be expected, I suppose. But we also blew out the Denver Nuggets. We actually um, played great against Memphis and Phoenix. And in Memphis, we played great at the end when it mattered after not playing well at all for the rest of the game. So those are all actually good signs. Nurk is is um, having a bit of a revival. And even when he's been weak in the beginning of a game, if he's struggling, um, he's not letting it get to his head. He's staying focused um, and he's finding other ways to contribute and then coming up big in the fourth quarter. All those things say like, these are all better signs than I, than even our record to me. So what is a realistic expectation? We could go to the Western conference finals. I think my, what I'm, we could, but I don't expect it. I expect a first round victory. Okay. Yeah. But I would not be surprised if this team continues to grow um, in in that way. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not expecting it. The West Finals. Okay. Hey, no one saw 2018-19 coming. Yeah. And this team is arguably better than that team. Oh, it is. It's definitely better. 
You don't. You, you, well, that, uh, well, also, yeah, that I think team, it's definitely. Also, that team lost Nurk, and they didn't even have them for the playoffs. That team lost Nurk. Oh, you're right. I mean, sorry, by the time they were in the playoffs, yeah. I mean, yeah. you. Ugh, that still kills me. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's not forget who got injured on the you know on the opponents' teams on the way to that on the way there. To- totally, totally. Let's take a little break. It takes a little break. Oh, I think Wait, we, who we lost our starting the, center. Who they beat? We lost who our, they beat? Who was out? Who they beat? Denver didn't have anybody out well, in the semis. The Clippers, right? Are we talking yeah, about? No, that's oh, different. That was that's previous year. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Nope. But we did get the one path. I don't remember what the other teams were, but that year that we went to the uh, the, fi- the conference finals, we did get the one path that actually was best for us. Like the, the, some teams surprisingly lost uh, uh, because we scored because uh, when they were sitting, all the uh, ant went off in the final game of the season, and we won with with just people, just bench players. That actually yeah. moved us into a different bracket that was an easier bracket for us, and that was completely unexpected. So we did yes. get some luck, but we've had a shit ton of bad luck too over yeah, the years. Yeah, no kidding. So <laughs> there you go. That is the tr- and you know what? It always takes a you know unless you're a dominant. Um, team, yeah. it takes some luck. You yeah, know, it takes some luck to to get there, um, and then to win it, it takes a little bit more than luck. But yeah. uh, but you never know. You know, yeah. I think that uh, the only thing I'll say is that with with Kelly is he'll always find a, a way, even if for the Blazers to bring him joy, and that is something that I really <laughs> like about Kelly is that yes, he is like a fan where you know they just scored six straight, it's over, but. Oh, uh, there's never a whole season where Kelly's like it wasn't worth it and it was awful. Never. He will always find a way for the Blazers to bring him joy, which is why his wonderful wife is still married to him. Because <laughs> if he didn't, he would he would be, be a miserable, miserable person to be around. <laughs> uh, but he does. He always finds something to say. Okay, you know, yes, this was the injuries were terrible, or this or that, or yeah. the Odin thing broke my heart, but. Oh. You know, I love what LaMarcus is doing, or I love, you know, yeah. yeah. I want to see more Travis well, Outlaw. Like, he'll find things yeah. to make uh, him intrigued to watch the game. Uh, that's the other thing. He he there's, he watched last year. I mean, really, that's evidence enough for people to understand that uh, the Blazers are something that brings him uh, joy to his life. Uh, it gives him stress, but it also removes stress. So I, I don't always find the joy. Like right. I can't find the joy sometimes in a Knicks season. Like there's right. been a lot where there's been. I'm like I got nothing here that's making me <laughs> do this. Uh, but he he will find that way, and um, he also knows his lane. Like he he doesn't care about baseball. He's like, no, that's true. I don't got time for that. I don't have time for that crap. Get, I, I'm tuned in. I enjoyed the like when I was in DC. The ball, ball before the Nationals existed. The uh, Orioles were big with Eddie Murray and Cal Ripken and Rick Dempsey and all those guys and. Um, and I actually, I, I, I enjoyed it. I was in high school. It was like, I, it was right there. Um, I loved baseball at that point. I knew nothing about baseball, but I was a fan of the team. You know what I mean? I could, someone be like, well, I was like, oh, there's strategy. I thought, don't you just hit and catch? No. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Go O's. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Kelly, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Oh, I just killed the conversation, didn't I? Okay, fine. Oh fine. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! I just thought Craig. Had to, I thought Craig had to be out seven minutes ago, so I was trying no. to be courteous. Yeah, oh, that, that's great. It's really great to, to talk to you guys. My time. I, I don't want to make it a fire. I, you know what? I'm glad because I, <laughs> Kelly and I text. You know, the new world. We text. We don't see each other enough. This is it's you know, true. Pandemic, pandemic hasn't been great, and we haven't seen each other. So I'm glad to see his. Uh, you know, three bald heads in one screen here, that's, which is great. That's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> I got to take a snapshot of this. Hold on a second. Power to the ball. smile. Uh, 
There we go. Um, no, this is fun. Uh, anytime. So, so Fentress, yeah, thanks for do, bringing, uh, making him talk to me. He can't avoid me when you, you give him the uh, the podcast uh, invite. He can't he can't run from me, Fentress. I appreciate you, man. Thanks, Kelly, for doing this. It's great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, maybe we'll do it again later in the season when the, they're heading to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> totally. 100%. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, thanks, everyone, for listening. Be sure to click that subscribe button and give us a five-star positive rating and feedback. We'd appreciate that. And so would Kelly because we could put that on his IMDb page as well. <laughs> here in the five star rating on the podcast yeah uh, we'll catch you next week at the end of this road trip I'm in Miami right now I'm gonna go to Charlotte New Orleans Dallas then I'll be back hopefully this team will still be well over 500 and we will recap the road trip for you and thank you Zoom Care <laughs>